And you are listening to the Panzer Wrestling Show here on the Podbean Network, part of the FOW Radio Network. I am Patrick. With me is always Danny Danger and Eric Mikavillas. It's who knows where. Uh, Parts unknown. So, so guys, uh, we took the week off last week. But we're back again, and, uh, you know, the summer of Cena is in full effect. Yeah, lots of stuff to catch up on. Um, I don't even know where we left off two weeks ago. I mean, live shows had started, but, you know. Yeah, the live shows had just started. Um, and now we're almost over. Yeah, and now it's <laughs> very possible that live shows could be stopped once again. Um, Is that really COVID- a thing, though? Yeah. I, I think so. COVID cases are kind of on the rise. It's about everywhere. And then, of course, there's this fear of this Delta variant that um, is, is, necess- you know, is kind of immune to the vaccine. Um, so if that really starts to spread, then we could see shutdown. Um, I've, um, you know, school I've just heard. started up in a lot of counties and once they, earlier this summer, they had all said all kids are coming back, no masks, all this stuff. <coughs> now the schools are saying mask mandates, government offices has instituted mask mandates. Um, so it's, you know, it was open for a few months. Everybody kind of went nuts and, um, now we're paying and for now it. we're kind of paying for it, I think. And I've heard like from very reputable sources that WWE is um, planning for Survivor Series or not Survivor Series. I'm sorry, SummerSlam to be canceled. Um, oh, so be just can- flat out canceled. Goodness. Well, at, at least in Allegiant live canceled. stadium. Yeah. Um, so, th- from my understanding, by this time next month. Uh, we may we may be back in the Thunderdome or some variation of the Thunderdome. Mm. Well, no. as as much as I hope we don't get there, it does seem like that's a very real possibility right now, unless uh, things start to change over the next few months. Enough is enough, yeah. and it's time for a change. We need a resurgence. Oh. Yes. We are getting a resurgence. More of that later. Um, we should all just be empowered and do our jobs. There you go. So, if we're just doing wrestling buzz. If you're just dropping the names of wrestling shows that are, out, I know, that are right? coming up soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So, let, let's start with the set stuff. Um, because, you know, let's let's get the set some other way. Uh, in the last two weeks, two three huge losses in the world of professional wrestling uh, worldwide were felt uh, as we lost three of the greats. Super Porky, the assassin Jerry Hamilton, and Bobby, beautiful Bobby Eaton, uh, all passed away the last week or so. Uh, three... Uh, very different characters, very different types of wrestlers, but individually, each one uh, su- such a necessary thing in pro wrestling. I think they all serve their purpose. They all 
did what they they were great at what they did and you know they will never be forgotten yeah um you know super forky really didn't have as much as an impact up here in the united states just a few kind of appearances here and there for uh you know wwe back in you know about 10 15 years ago um you know the assassin of course was big especially here in the southeast and um beautiful bobby you know one of the 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 glue that held the midnight express together for so many years and is you know seeing everything that people have been saying the last several days as far as you know the quality of his character and of course you know he had this great reputation for being someone everybody loved to work with because he was there to you know he was kind of the ultimate good hand he was there to do whatever he needed to do to make the business thrive, not just try to push his own ego. Um, so great losses, you know, across multiple platforms of professional wrestling. Um, and sadly only, you know, only in a, in a short span of time. Yeah. It's always a shame <clears throat> uh, when we lose somebody from the wrestling world. Um, I feel like I say that more often than I wish I had to. Um, but like you said, you know, beautiful Bobby is, pretty much the only one that I really super knew. Uh, I've heard stories of the assassin. Um, my dad would tell me stories about him. And then Super Porky, I've seen clips and stuff of. But the only one that I can actually, you know, speak on from personal experience is Bobby Eaton. And, you know, it's it's just sad when we lose people in wrestling. Um, that, I think the outpouring of love for beautiful Bobby over the past you know, day has been fantastic. Um, it didn't seem like anybody had a negative word to say about him. And in all, in honest, all honesty, that's the legacy we should all strive to leave. Just, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I've already screwed that one up. People are going to track so much crap about me. And they already do. Yeah. yeah. They They've already got started. I mean, yeah. who knows how much stuff you guys say about me already, you know? There, I mean, there you go. Yeah, you I mean, we have, a year around. we have burner accounts and stuff that we use just to take turns trashing you. So that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. That's the cool <laughs> thing the kids do. You get a you get a burner account, and then you can say whatever outlandish shit you want on social media, and the boss don't know it's really you. You get well, see, that, dumb, that's, uh, that's, how, that's how you know you've made it when somebody goes out of their way to yeah, create a burner go. account to, just talk to talk about shit you. about you. Yeah, absolutely. And go. then you know you uh, have to have, have some rod. stupid name like Mister Eight Six Three Two Two Nine Seven Four Three One Eight with no like profile picture, and that's yeah. how you, that's how you talk shit. You can't yeah, actually yep. man up. No. All right. So I, I'm gonna hit you guys with a lot of you know fire. I'm just gonna fire away some topics. We're not try to keep anything long term. We do have a have a very nice match <clears> to watch tonight. Uh, so I, I'm just going to throw different things. I'm not even going to go in any order I have on my notes. We're just going to random it, and uh, let's see where we go from here. Uh, let's see. First topic here. Uh, Dakota Kai. Um, she betrays her partner. Uh, you know? Uh, and, I mean, she told us, like, you know? She, she kind of warned her. I mean, it was on the radio, but yeah, that, I mean, did you guys think it was going to happen so soon? And it looks like we're heading for uh, 
title match or takeover. I mean, I don't think it's been announced yet, but I figured that's what's going to happen. I mean, it was, like you said, it was a little expected, but maybe a little sooner than we thought. Um, it's kind of odd because it, who's kind of the one you're supposed to cheer for? One just kind of turned on her best friend. Do we, are we supposed to now cheer Raquel because she was betrayed by her friend, yet she's still this powerful, dominant monster? Or are we supposed to cheer for Dakota and say, hey, yeah, you know, you were right. Um, you know, you should have turned on her a long time ago. You're better than this. You know, you don't need to be her sidekick. Um, you know, and she's, she's much better in a role as an underdog. I mean, that's what she did majority of her career prior to signing with, um, with NXT, you know, she was a fan favorite and she started out NXT as a fan favorite, um, before turning on Tegan. So Dakota apparently has a history of turning on friends. Um, does that warrant the fan support though? Uh, well, we all knew that Dakota was the, the star of that anyway. Um, who cares about Raquel Gonzalez? Um, all I know is that Team F and Kick is going to be your next NXT Women's Champion. Well-deserved. Much, much, much waiting for this day. Uh, she was carrying Tegan. She got sick of Tegan. Now Shotzi can carry her. She was carrying Raquel. She got sick of Raquel. Now somebody else can carry her. Maybe, maybe, maybe pair her up with Dana Brooke on the main roster, and they can, they can just do do flexes and, and all that kind of stuff. But let let Dakota do the work. Um, so I'm here for it. Uh, it was the kick her around the NXT universe, and well, well deserved for Dakota. I'm fine. I'm glad she finally shed the dead weight, just like Rhea, uh, Rhea did a long time ago. Maybe she can you were, carry. Go ahead, Amy. You were just calling her Baykel like two weeks ago. Baykel, and now you're like, Baykel. oh, she's dead weight. Whatever. She is dead weight. She is. You have no receipts. No receipts. <laughs> it's okay. I'm, I'm I'm posting the rest of the episode soon. They're all coming all together. Um, go, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I I did I did expect that to be a little bit more of a. You know, hints. I feel like they didn't even hint much about it. I mean, as far they as just I rushed it. Yeah. yeah. They just went for it. You know, I expected more like an HBK diesel kind of turn Slow where you know, turn, they had yeah. A, yeah, they like they had a few hiccups, you know, and yeah. Um and but they like were that. going uh, strong. Like even the week before, they were going really strong and then just wham bam, Dakota turns. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess, you know, with with the losses in uh, in, in talent in, in the main roster, you had to move some people up to you know to, you know uh, make some changes and, and speed things up. Maybe in this we live in, in a world that's uh, that moves a lot faster. Uh, speaking of losses, uh, Wyndham Rotunda uh, has been released by the WWE, the uh, mostly uh, known as Bray Wyatt, late, the late, latest. Being seen as the fiend at WrestleMania, um, he is now being released, uh, and, and he on Twitter has, uh, you know, uh, teased uh, fans with the cult of Wyndham. 
so what do you guys make of this? I mean, look, I, I hate anybody getting fired. You know, it sucks. I've been there. Um, but this is something I've been calling for for a long time. I, I didn't like any performance uh, of, of of Rotunda's. Uh, you know, it wasn't that I, I didn't start getting on board until, you know, the guy started carrying the guy, you know? I'm not even going to uh, dignify that with an explanation. Well, you do not. We have different tastes. And by different, I mean I have good taste. You don't. Obviously but, not if you think yeah. Alexa carried the entire thing. She essentially yeah. stole his gimmick and then they fired him. And she made it better. She's no, like, she made it worse. The stupid Bro, doll I, and look, she's I was shopping trash for the um, Of course you were. Yeah, so yeah, Bray Wyatt, you know, gone from the Lee. Is this uh is this a shocker and is this is this going to be different? What are we going to see? What do you guys think of what will the cult of Wyndham be, become? I mean, I, it's it definitely seemed like a shocker to the wrestling world. The fans, as well as a lot of fellow wrestlers, did not really see it coming. Um, we really haven't heard specifics on it, um, but some of the rumors are that he may have asked for his release. Um to deal with some family and personal issues. Apparently word is he's still having a very hard time emotionally with Luke Harper's passing. Um, Mm -hmm. So perhaps he asked for his release, you know, he's been off TV for a little while. So perhaps he decided to, you know, go ahead and say, Hey, just go ahead and, you know, release me. We can talk business down the line. Um, You know, as I can't give you a timetable of when I'll be ready to return. So there's that possibility. But then, of course, you know, like you do in 2021, as soon as somebody leaves WWE, you know, 10 minutes later, everybody's booking them in all elite wrestling and fantasy booking all these different things. Uh, You know, people have said things that he could come in and, you know, be with um, Malachi Black or that he could – essentially take over the Luke Harper role as the, you know, as the Supreme leader of the dark order. Um, yet again, just fantasy booking and speculation. There's no real word about any possible connections or talks or that he, he's even entertaining the idea. We don't really know. He's always kept his personal life very personal. And part of that is due to the character. You know, he keeps that stuff so that the character is what you focus on, you know. Um, but he's continuing to do that now, you know, now that he's been he's been released. So it remains to be seen what his future in professional wrestling holds. Um, but, you know, the guy did create uh, some very entertaining characters, some very interesting Things, you know, the Wyatt family and then going into, you know, this different phases of Bray Wyatt and um, going in, you know, of course, eventually going into the Firefly Funhouse and the Fiend. You know, he has a very creative mind. A lot of fans latched onto it. Of course, some, you know, Patrick, like yourself, were kind of turned away by it. Um, But that's just the nature of the wrestling beast. That's the good thing about wrestling is... There are different wrestling and personas and characters that everybody can find somebody they like. Um, yeah. So hopefully, 
whatever he decides to do next, you know, will be both best for him and his family. Um, you know, we hope he comes back to wrestling and he can find, you know, he can find his footing somewhere, be it back with WWE or, you know, all elite or, you know, hell go to hit the indie scene and start, you know, charging two and $3,000 an appearance and, um, do a bunch of fan signings and all that, whatever he decides he wants to do. I think it is very shocking because I mean, regardless of, you know, your personal feelings towards him, uh, Patrick, he he was pretty much one of the most over characters on the roster. Um, and honestly, probably one of the most beloved characters on the roster. Um, I think that there were high points and there were low points. Um with with and and it's that same way with almost every character in wrestling, you know. Wyatt family probably was his high point. Losing to Goldberg probably was his low point, and then Firefly Flunhouse was somewhere in the middle. Um, now, I've 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 been a Wyatt fan since it essentially started. I, I didn't really like the Husky Harris character. Um, the, the Sherman tank with a Ferrari engine or whatever the hell he called himself. But this, the iteration of Bray that we got in NXT leading into the main roster, defeating Kane at SummerSlam and an Inferno match, his first night. Um, the whole Wyatt storyline was fantastic. Uh, so from my understanding, this was budget cuts from Nick Khan and whoever the financial officer is. Um, and that's kind of sad um, that they're, they're just cutting people just to stay out of the red. But all I know is even if it's not budget cuts, even if it is something to do with his mental health, I just hope Bray can find his peace, whether that be in professional wrestling elsewhere, AEW impact the Indies, or if he's done with with professional wrestling, I just hope Bray finds his peace. Yeah. Well, good for him. Hopefully, he can figure out what worked for him. What he was doing didn't work for me, but uh, yep. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I wish him all luck in his future endeavors. Uh, of course, uh, Rose in Chicago this this week and. Chicago as well. They were chanting, "We won Wyatt," because uh, you know you wait till you lose something to, to yeah, ask. Yeah, you for don't. It. Yeah, pretty much. You, you know? don't know what you got till it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 no they won Wyatt. You know the last what two three four months he's been gone. Yeah. Once he's officially gone, another yeah. one. Three four months since he's been gone. Yeah. The pop yeah. that he got at Mania was substantial. Like. I mean, yeah. there there was nobody in the Thunderdome to chant "We want Wyatt," and even if they were, they drowned them out with with piped in cheers. Yeah. Well, uh, so where are we at now? Okay. Uh, on another release, Ric Flair is gone for the week. He asked and got his release. Um, you know, it, it, I mean, again. I, with, with speculation. All the horsemen, about yeah. him going to AEW to reunite with the former Four Horsemen or, you know, 
join up with the Varsity Blondes and work a storyline where he's trying to fuck a 19-year-old cheerleader. You know, I mean, whatever they want to do with him. That's kind of what WWE would do with him. Put him with somebody and put him with somebody and, you know, have him have him knock her up. That's what WWE last did with him. You know, he's a he's a senior citizen and he's knocking up a 30 year old. That's the best I mean, the best thing you can do with him. Right. He's definitely the right age for a AEW hire. Yeah. They just resigned Jake Roberts. They just they need more former wrestler managers. That's the one thing they mm-hmm. they, they just really don't have enough of right now. Yeah. They need more coaches. Yeah, need more people on commentary for the new four-man yeah. commentary yep. booths. Yeah. Yeah. This could just be Rick, you know, wanting to have a little more freedom. As even with a Legends deal, there are still, you know, restrictions on what you can do and can't do. So perhaps he's just kind of looking to, you know, be the master of his own destiny for a while and you know, maybe he bounces around to several places on, you know, per appearance deals or or whatever. You know, I was watching the ROH Weekly television show on their app, and every four minutes, a Ric Flair <laughs> commercial where he was plugging um, Car Shield, Car Shield, Car, insur- <laughs> car Insurance Warranty came up every four minutes, almost on the dot. Di- they had like three different <laughs> commercials. They were just cycling through. With him. Um, so, you know, maybe with the WWE Legends contract, they would possibly get a cut of that money. Or they would mm-hmm. be able to have veto over over what he could endorse and what he could not. So, perhaps he's just looking to, you know, not have anybody else taking a share of his stuff. He feels he's a big enough star on his own that he doesn't need WWE support uh, directly right now. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that those car shield uh, commercials are lucrative. And then there you he go, decided yeah. he didn't need that uh, VKM money. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's that's definitely going to be interesting uh, to see what, what kinds uh, of, um, of Rick. I mean, he, you know, he's got. Uh, He's, he's definitely got, you know, many suitors, you know I mean? He could go back to uh, the NWA, you know, and go back to his roots. Uh, Just he could do many things. Uh, no, whatever he does, he'll room. definitely be wooing uh, on his way there. Um, so speaking of AEW, uh, 2.0, the former Everrise, made their yes. appearance uh in in the AEWS they were were they also in Chicago this week? I can't remember. No. I think they were. No, um, not this week. Ja- yeah, they were. They're in Daily's uh, They place, tagged yeah. out with Daniel Garcia against uh Moxley, um Darby Allen, Allen and uh So so quick question, what the fuck does Jacksonville and, uh, oh do? Gosh. Why am I because- forgetting his name? I know his name. Um Eddie Kingston, man, come on. I'm just drawing blanks. Uh, Kingston, Darby. Eddie Kingston. You're talking about Darby. My my brain is fried. Um. So, yeah, Everrise. I, I guess uh, they did not have a 90 day clause. Well, from what we heard with so, Malachi Black, they definitely is that the um, NXT guys had were a able to 30 day uh, make it uh, and be able to do the work. 
Are we muted uh, on Patrick's in, end? Because you know, he's, yeah. he's talking over us. Yeah, I think they're, yeah. they're a fun tag team that will be uh, definitely Damn. be able to make a difference. I'll, I'll let him know. Yeah. Um, that means you guys can't hear me either. Okay, cool. No, I we can, can hear, hear you, Mika. Oh, yeah. sweet. We can't not Y'all hear just you. Okay? Me. Yeah, kind I mean, of, yeah. That's what we try to. Fine. You do it to us so much that we just try to do it to you every once in a while just so you know how it feels. Yeah. I just um, really want to know what's going on in Jacksonville because Moxley looks like he's aged 30 years in the past two. Um, you know, it's the the heat, the sun. It uh, it is that what happened to Jericho quickly. too? Yeah. No, definitely. Jericho's just old. Moxley's got a kid at home and a hot wife. There you go. He doesn't know what to do with himself. He's like, do I go home or do I party or do I? Holy crap! I got a baby and he's got a girl. He's worried about wrestlers with his daughter. And the kid's not even a month yet. He's got issues. So here's here's the thing. Did am I the only one that watched? Uh, what's the show called? Holy shit, Dynamite. Probably the only one that watched it complete. Yeah. Cause. Cause that Jericho match where he looked drunk, like he looked like he showed up drunk. Uh, right. His his eyes were red and puffy. He 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 was, I don't know. But they they just they just weren't hitting on nothing that match, yo. Well, you know, Matt will probably give it four stars at least. Um, even though he bashed it, it's what he did with the uh, the death match with Gage. Apparently, Meltzer's write up about that match. He literally just trashed the match over and over again and said how much he didn't like it and how he thought it was unnecessary, etc. But he still gave it four out of five stars. So Patrick cannot hear us. So Patrick can no. definitely hear you. Okay. Stay, there you we know, go. Come on. You, we're live, pal. You, you get, the show must go on. It was. We were we were I, I, still talking. We were yeah, trying to help you. you. We were giving you the names of the people whose names you couldn't think of and you couldn't hear. I, I, the only the only name I couldn't remember was Kingston. I and we said it five name. times while you were sitting here going, um, um, what's his name? I can't remember. I can't believe yes. I didn't remember his name. Like, I know I, I, the guy personally. Like, I've seen him. I've talked Kingston. to him. Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Yeah. You know, that would have been a great bit. Like, if let's say I was ignoring you guys and just totally dismissing everything you're telling me. Um, man, I wish we would have done that on purpose. That. That actually sounds like it would have been a funny thing if we had done it on purpose, but maybe not. Also, uh, welcome, Nika. Yes. Thanks, boy. Joining us from Parts Unknown. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you were going to speak up. I didn't want to. I was talking, uh, and apparently give... you were all ignoring me. That was the bit because. Yeah. You know, Nobody was ignoring yeah. you, Mika. We were just trying to make sure Patrick could hear us. No, yeah. because I was talking about Dakota Kai. I was talking about Ric Flair. Oh, and all that. Never no, we didn't, I didn't yeah. hear any of that. I didn't, I didn't hear any of that, honestly. Yeah, yeah that's because she so was. So you might have had yourself look, look in the chat. Here. Look in the chat. Uh, I saw a couple things on that, but I'm not looking at the chat. Yeah, so. We're not looking at the chat while we're talking. Well, apparently you should. Thanks. Not, mm-hmm. not the group chat. I'm talking about the... Yeah, the, the... I know. Uh, I know. Okay. I saw uh, it, but I'm not staring at it. Ooh, speaking... why are we fighting, Mom and Dad? All right, all right kids, kids, come on. Uh, AEW, uh, also on the news out here, uh, due, due to a couple of issues. One, uh, the pizza cutter uh, moved by Nick Gage following a Domino's commercial. 
And, at the same exact time at the picture in picture, actually. Mm-hmm. Perfect, perfect timing. And yeah. Max Caster's uh, rap on uh, on AEW Dark, on, including rape jokes and bashing people with dealing with mental illnesses. Um, you know, all to, all to try to get heat on a show that's taped, and a show yeah. is that's dedicated that was actually sexual assault victims. Yeah, that was actually a fundraiser for victims of sexual assault. Um, always, always A+. And it's a taped show, so I think that's where they get even bigger heat because they had an opportunity to not air that. Yeah. People they watched had multiple it. opportunities. People watched it while they edited it, and they still decided, this is how we're going to put the show. And then once they got a little backlash, they changed it on YouTube and took that part out gave a very, 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 very half-quarter-assed even apology without really apologizing. Um, I'm you busy know. doing other things, guys. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't, yeah. No, he didn't even say I'm sorry. He said, I'm busy, God. No, I'm I busy. Do I'm doing so much stuff. already, but I guess I'll do this too just to make sure. You know, God, like, love me, guys. I do yeah. so much. Yeah. He forgot too sweet. Whoop, whoop. Super yeah. kick. Slap the leg. And another two suit. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't get it. Uh, I, I mean, I'm so not pretty saying much the what they're saying is they don't watch fire. their own show. That's all yeah. it is. They don't watch and their they own don't, show. They don't pay attention they to don't, it. Yeah. Right. If it doesn't involve them, it doesn't involve them, so they don't care. So why they don't we have watch anybody? It? But they don't have anybody in a executive position enough. Who would have called to make that. a decision? Yeah, to make right. a decision. Yeah. Let, let, they just went. Let's, I'm let's here to honest. edit the show, so let's edit the show and put it on air. Good, cool. I did my job. That, that's it. That that's it. They're not editing to listen to anything that could be potentially, you know, backlashy or whatever. All they're doing is just to cut and sniff. They don't have somebody in human resources who's watching the show and listening to the show and going, you know, that's a little questionable. Take that out. They just it's the wild wild west. Let's be honest. What Max Caster said, was it bad? Yes. Was it horrible? Absolutely. Was the timing just the stupidest as possible because of who the show was for? Yes. Now, could he have gotten away with that on the indie at an independent show? Yep. Would anybody have blinked an eye during an indie show? Probably not. A couple of oohs and offs, but nobody would have been in a big, huge uproar unless it was being broadcast. And that's yeah. where the problem is. They're running mm. AEW like an indie show like you guys here's your two minutes put something together here's what i want to finish and that's where the business is not being run but the inmates are running the business but guys they're 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 a competition they're not they're not an alternative they're competition you know well vince said they're not competition and damn it they they're proven it uh well vince also said that because he was talking to to shareholders and yeah. you have to you have to act strong in front of them you don't want to instill possible fear in them that would force them to take their money out of your company hey so i'm a shareholder yes, we're great we're doing great things you know yeah pepsi's not a competition to coke of course not you know we're coke we're better than them you know like fans love us because we're coke we're an icon you know like you say those kind of things even if it's not 100 true because you're you're gaslighting these people, so they give you fuck tons of money. So yeah. whether he believes that or not, of course he's going to say in a public forum. 
because he knows that people are going to look over everything he says in the public forum with a fine-tooth comb and try to say, Oh, shit! Vince is scared scared of AEW! They're going to go shut down in six months because AEW signed and CM Punk. You know, like... Those things aren't going to happen. The, the, but, the thing mm-hmm, is, you know? Vince, he, he doesn't consider them competition because they're in that infancy stage. Just like back in the day, you know, WCW was competition, but they had to rise to the occasion. They didn't come out the gate swinging as competition. They had to get to a certain level. AEW is not nearly near the level to be considered competition in McMahon's mind, and they may not make it to that level based on how they're running the business today. Vince is smart. He is, of course, not going to say, yeah, I'm worried about these guys. But in the same token, he's not worried about them. He's releasing what we consider to be high-level talent, people who can make an impact in wrestling, big wrestling names. He's cutting these people, and he's providing a bottom line, a bottom dollar for his company, and going, yeah, go ahead. Go play with these other people. I don't care. If he cared enough, he would do what he's done in the past and give these big name people contracts where he would pay them to sit at home, just don't sign with anybody else. There's not enough competition or enough worry about AEW where Vince is handing out those kind of contracts to his big name talent. So I just well, went thing- through everything you just said with a fine tooth comb. And the thing that sticks out with me is that you said that they're going to make an impact. So is what you're telling me is that Bray Wyatt's going to impact? Confirmed. Sounds like it, yeah. Fuck yeah, um, let's do it. Well, the big thing that Vince McMahon has done, which as a corporation is the best and strongest move, he has instilled in the fans that WWE is bigger than any one person. Okay? WWE will be great. It will always be great. We will always have great people. Yes, we'll let people go. But we'll always have great people. That's why they sell out shows without advertising matches, without advertising talent, because the fans believe in the quality of the product as a whole, not because any one specific person is there or not. Yes, fans will get in an uproar. Hey, you let go of my favorite wrestler. But they're still going to pay for their monthly subscription to the network. They're still going to watch Monday. They're still going to go see WWE when it comes to town. Okay. One one person leaving WWE isn't going to turn that many fans away, if any. So he's done the right thing, and he continues to do the right thing. Um, you know, and gassing up your stockholders is the right thing to do. Say yes, they're not a competition. We'll we'll let go of people that we're done with, and they can have our table scraps. You know, and they can they can make they can make. You know they can shit polish a turd all they want to, and and, <laughs> and they can make their money off of it. Fine, let them do that. But we're still WWE. We're the standard bearer. We're the household name in professional wrestling entertainment. When people think of wrestling, when people think of sports entertainment, the first thing that comes to mind is WWE, and it's bigger than any one person. You know, The Rock's gone. WWE didn't fold up when The Rock left. WWE didn't fold up when Stone Cold had to retire. The Undertaker just retired. WWE's still chugging along just as strong as they were when Undertaker was there. So probably better. Yeah, possibly so. Yeah, because he's kind of a jackass, apparently. Um, (laughs) But WWE is always going to be around. You know, these these AEW fans get brainwashed to thinking, you know, they into this that that we're an alternative. We're a revolution. We're going to change the world. We're going to destroy the evil machine. You know, like it's that's that's not going to happen. Okay. 
then now the Green Party's not going to win the presidential election bid, and AEW is not going to close WWE. Okay. Then now forever. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think that the funniest thing, and I think you guys kind of made a point of this, uh, Tony Khan said at the end of his comments, I was already editing Dynamite and Rampage, and I do a lot. And now mm-hmm. I also will be editing Dark Innovation. Here, here's the funny part. So, you know, it's unfortunate that it came to that. I'm like, hold up, hold up. It's unfortunate that you have to do more work. I know, well, in your yeah, own company. Are we supposed to feel? Are we supposed to feel bad for you? Yeah. Yeah, that you can't hire good people to do to do a quality job. That you feel the need to do it all yourself. That sounds like you're a control freak. Is what that sounds like. Yeah. You can say I what mean, you want. Vince McMahon, McMahon is an McMahon. editing fucking shows. Okay. Exactly. No. I was about to say he say finds what you good want. quality people to do it, and if they do a shitty job, he gets somebody else to do it. Yeah. Why is Kevin I mean, look. As, as, because he does what Vince wants. At the end of the day, <laughs> as, listen, as terrible as he is making some calls on, you know, the, the, the camera angles and the bouncing and, and a few other things, uh, he, the fact that he's been able to run that ship, the production ship, the way that he has over the last 20-plus, 30-plus years, I mean – you got to give him kudos on that, at the very least. I mean, whether he like you like the work or you don't, I'm not always a big fan of what he does, but, you know, Matt respect that he's been able to do that job for this long and being able to – because, look, for as crappy as he can do some things, like, like I mentioned, the bouncing of the things with the punches and the kicks, I mean, he has made sure that, we, that they've caught some great moments, you know, uh, on TV, so yeah, I don't know. It's you know, yeah. Get a professional. Get somebody who knows what they're doing, and uh, you don't do everything yourself, because then uh, you know you just want to do everything because you're a mark. Uh, yeah, whatever. Work yourself into uh, a shoot, brothers. I get mixed uh, okay. up with the cons all the time, anyways. Yeah, let, let's let's move on here. Ring of Honor. I will talk more about Glory by Honor, but this caught my eye. Uh, you know, Alice uh, or Alice, I don't know how to say her name. Miranda and Roxy, Alize. uh yes. in uh, teaming up against Willow and uh, Chelsea Green, who apparently has re-injured her hand or wrist, but she's still doing the wrestling, and uh, she will be wrestling August twenty-first. Uh, you know, at Ring of Honor. So, well, when she yeah. came to Ring of Honor at the last pay per view, she had the cast on. And she said, I'm not clear to wrestle, but in 30 days when I get this cast off, I will be. So that's why she's not in the women's tournament because she's not cleared by Ring of Honor to wrestle in that tournament. And so she'll be making her debut for them August 21st. Um, But she is wrestling at Impact. She wrestled uh, a couple weeks ago on the weekly show. She wrestled this past Saturday at their homecoming uh, mixed match tournament event. So she is still wrestling with Impact, albeit she's been in tag matches yet again to you know attempt to protect her with her broken arm. And she'll be wrestling a tag match for Ring of Honor as well. To the best of my knowledge, she is not signed anywhere just yet. Um, 
Luck, you know, good for her. She's still playing the field and getting money anywhere and everywhere she can. Um, so absolutely thrilled. And, you know, hopefully she continues to, uh, to do well. And once she heals up, hopefully she can show the world what she tried to show WWE, but didn't really have the chance because of repeated injuries. Um, that, you know, that she is a, a star and can be a star. Um, you know, in the in whatever company she works for, um, she's always ready. Um, it's I'm okay with her working as many places as she wants to because as much Chelsea on TV is just going to elevate um, the women's divisions wherever she goes because she's she's a good worker. Uh, whether WWE let people see that or not, Chelsea's actually fantastic. Um, so like, even, even if she's not signed to ring of honor, but still works dates or, you know, impact and just works dates, NWA just works dates. Like let the girl collect her bread. Cause she's got that. She's got two podcasts now. So I'm all for it. Let's go Chelsea. Do the damn thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Impact wrestling, making some changes. Uh, you know, of course, you can find Impact on uh, Thursday nights on Access, um, but you will no longer find them on Twitch. Uh, Impact is now uh, going to be launching a fan membership service on the YouTube called the Impact Wrestling Insiders. And, uh, you know, the insiders, as you will, will be able to have access to, to perks, uh, and apparently, it's going to be two tiers of membership. One will, and one of those will allow uh, subscribers to watch the weekly access show on YouTube. So, interesting here. Uh, them looking to move over to to the YouTube and, and let, letting Google do their thing. But yeah, Impact Insiders. Uh, Eric, I, I, have have you signed up yet, or okay, people sign up? Are you an insider yet? What can you tell us, and or at least will you become an insider? No, because I already pay for their monthly subscription on uh, Impact Plus, so there's no point in having the same thing. Is that is the uh, weekly show added on there too? Yeah, it comes out the next day. Oh, perfect. Uh, and yeah, there's uh, no point. Yeah. Interesting though, but yeah. Uh, a good move? I think so. Could be. They, you know, they'll have con- better control over over their stuff. Um, you know, not have to share a cut of the whatever money it makes. Um, you know, with another company. Impact through all their struggles, ups and downs of distribution and locations and you know networks and more obscure networks and all this they still find a way to continually put out a solid wrestling product and continue to you know continue to do well despite all the ups and downs that they've had they continue to stick around they continue to do well and continue to to put out an enjoyable product um at Wherever the road takes them, it seems that impact is is kind of like a cockroach. You know, they're 
you think you got them, you think you got them beat, but they're going to survive and they're going to thrive. And they actually continuously put out a good show too. Like a lot of the impact shows that I've been like catching up on have been really good. Even the, even the homecoming stuff was interesting, if not good. Um, and they've got a good collection of talent there. It's just, I think they've got the the stink on them, the LOL TNH stink, that nobody really mm-hmm. wants to give them a chance anymore. But honestly, their week to week is more consistent than than WWE and AEW. Like it's a consistently good product, whereas AEW's hit or miss. Raw is trash. SmackDown's really good. NXT is really good, but WWE collectively is hit or miss because of Raw. Like, it's it's weird that we're living in a time where it feels like it's 2006 or seven all over again, where Impact's actually doing good, but nobody wants to give them views. Well, uh, all, all credit goes to uh, the leader of the pack, uh, the belt collector himself, and uh, current. Impact Wrestling Champion, Kenny Omega. Scott Demore was the Impact Wrestling Champion. Uh, so okay, so here are the two tiers. You get to become an Impact Wrestling Insider, uh, ninety nine cents a month. Um, lo- you get loyalty badges next to your name. When you're, you can do live chats, weekly episodes of Impact on demand. Uh, yeah, so you'll be able to see those. Uh, and then if, if that's not enough, instead of just becoming an insider, you just become an ultimate insider for $4.99 a month. This will allow you to watch monthly special events, pay-per-view replays, Impact and TNA archives, original brand new shows, and merchandise offers in addition to the weekly show on demand. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, go to uh, youtube.com with TNA Wrestling is still the name. Uh, get over to Impact Wrestling and check out and join, become an insider. Uh, but, yeah, good for them. Find a way to make a couple more bucks. Um, yeah, uh, so that should be interesting. Um and with that, uh, the, the I believe the we're gonna have a fun match with uh, Kenny and the Good Brothers versus Sammy Callahan, Eddie Edwards, and Frankie Kazarian, the Elite Hunter, Frankie Kazarian. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that that should be fun. I think is that airing this week? Or is that airing next week? I, I don't know. It should be next week because Kazarian just re-debuted tonight. Yeah, Kazarian just burst out and attacked, tried to attack the Good Brothers and Kenny. All right. It's okay, the Good Brothers may not even have their tag titles come next uh, next week anyway. Well, look, the Good Brothers just, uh, just won a prestigious tag team tournament for New Japan, uh, United States here, and... Uh, they may be focused on collecting some belts uh, from abroad as, you know, they have earned a tag team title shot from the, once again, IWGP 
tag team champions. They're just the, techers. The third time, they only lost the belts for a couple weeks to LIJ. Those bastards made Miho Abe cry, and two weeks later they paid for it and lost the belts again. Yep. Indeed. Great matches, by the way. Grand Slam. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely Wrestling good match at Wrestle Grand Slam. Tag match went uh, about 30 minutes. Um, it surely did not feel like 30 minutes. Um, it was a whole lot of fun. Yeah, the whole show. I mean, even uh, Tana, to the main event, Tanahashi and Shingo was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, while we're waiting for. Um, what do you call it? While well, we're waiting for the uh, Olympics to be done, and uh, and we're waiting for uh, get, we're getting ready for uh, for the uh, oh my gosh, I can't think of things. Uh, the G one climax. Uh, yes, we we get a. You know we're gonna get a, you know a the Super Junior Tag League tournament here uh, through Summer Struggle, uh, and it's uh, here. Here are the uh, six teams: uh, Robbie Eagles and Tiger Mask, uh, the Tegushi new Masu IWGP Wato. Junior Heavyweight Champion Robbie Eagles defeating Indeed. El Desperado at the Wrestle Grand Slam. Short term, short term, as he's going to be losing the championship to the time bomb. Uh, I, time hope, I hope not. Title shot. I like Robbie Eagles a lot. I hope I hope he doesn't just drop it so quickly. Um, but that remains to be seen. T- time bomb. He's he's ready. He's hungry. He was that belt. He never lost. Taguchi Master Wato, uh, Rapunji 3K, uh, Desperado Kanemaru, Ishimori. And uh, ELP and Ghetto and Togo uh, yeah, are a, your a, six, six teams. A little surprised that um, they went with Watto and Taguchi, being that Taguchi and Rocky Romero just got a tag team title shot at the Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. Unsuccessful, but they also released their very first team T-shirt. So yeah. I assume that it would be them – in there, but I guess Rocky may have commitments here in, in the, the United States, um, so that's yeah. why he won't he won't be available for it. A little shocked. It's, 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 it's a big. It's a big summer. It's it's a yeah. big summer uh, for New Japan Pro Wrestling America. So I think you need to make sure they. I mean, they're bringing all the big guns. We'll talk about it in a moment, but yeah, I think uh, give us a little something. I'm more surprised about the Eagles Tiger Mask. Uh, pairing, yeah. I mean, it's it's technically a chaos Hontai pairing, but um, you know, you have Rapongi 3K and then Robbie Eagles and Chaos. There's not really another junior to team with Eagles, so he decided yeah. to take the legend. You know, this as Tiger Mask continues to get older, this could be his last, you know, uh, tournament, you know, of this of this caliber. So mm-hmm. maybe that's why the champion wanted to team with him. Um, yeah, and uh, we're gonna kick off uh, the Super Junior Tag League uh, on August the seventh, which is this weekend, this uh, this Saturday morning. 
with uh, Rapunzel 3K and uh, the, the 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 Bullet Club in Ishimori and ELP. So kicking off, starting hot, uh, and yeah, so it's gonna be fun. Can't wait to see. Uh, keep keep it short and sweet. You know, and uh, you got what you got, and let's get it ready for the G1. I'm just waiting, waiting, and uh, yeah, it's it's super fun. I'm I'm all I'm all hyped. It's yeah, it's it's all I want to see. Well, I want to see. Let's do this. Uh, okay, uh, we'll talk more about New Japan next week and uh, other upcoming shows and uh, the big shows coming up uh, later this month. Uh, let's turn over to uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling USA, which is having their huge, probably their their biggest show for New Japan Pro Wrestling America uh, since they weren't able to have that big show in New York. Uh, but they'll be at the LA Coliseum in LA for Resurgence, uh, and so far in the main the main card. You got Alex Coughlin versus Carl Fredericks. Uh, then, you know, your classic six-man tag match, Fred Roser, Rocky Romero, and Wheeler Utah versus TJP, Clark Connors, and Ren Narita. John Moxley and a mystery uh, partner against the Good Brothers. Jay White, uh will be defending the Never Openweight Championship against David Finley. Lance Archer will be defending the IWGP United States Championship against Hiroshi Tanahashi. And Tomohiro Ishii uh, will be facing off against uh, Moose. An interesting lineup. Um, you know, some very intriguing matches. Two title defenses in the United States. Um it will be available on Fight TV um, with English with live English commentary. Available on New Japan World with live Japanese commentary and English commentary to follow on that later. Um, I'm not sure why they don't just stream the Fight TV commentary, but perhaps that's you know Fight's team, Fight's deal, and not New Japan's deal. Um, you know, but I'm looking forward to the show. Moose and Ishii is going to be a hard-hitting match. Uh, you know, they're building up this David Finley and Jay White rematch really well with the help of Impact's television show the last few weeks. Um, as Jay White's been there, um, you know, tar- going back and forth with uh, Juice and Finley. Um, and then, you know, Tanahashi, you know, I mean... Murder Hawks done a good job uh, with that U.S. championship already um, as it was defended three weeks in a row on AEW Dynamite. Um, He's now the champion, and Tanahashi put the video out on AEW, challenging whoever would win the match between Archer and Hikaleo. Um, So even though New Japan does not have a national television deal in the U.S., they are using this forbidden door to to create their storylines for the U.S. show, which is awesome. Um, you know, great marketing for them. And, you know, some cross-trading of talent helps as well. Um, I think New Japan's definitely making the most of this as they 
still working hard, you know, even though we're, we're still in the midst of a pandemic, working hard to um, increase their, their viewership in the United States. Yeah. And uh, Eric, uh, your thoughts? Everybody dies. Even the ace? Maybe not the ace. He can live. But other than that, everybody dies. Well, I guess everybody dies. Um... Yeah, uh, so that's Resurgence. Now, on other news, uh, PWG uh, returned uh, to, not, of course, not, not received. They left that place a long time ago. Uh, they were in the Globe Theater in Los Angeles, California. Of course, this show headlined by a PWG World Championship match as Bandito defeated Black Taurus. Uh, post-match, we would see Demonic Flamita, uh, and Taurus attack Bandido. The lights go out, and when they reappear, it is the return of Super Dragon. Um, after out being gone re- for a long, long time. Out of retirement to book yourself as the top heel in the company you own. The most indie thing that we ever heard. We know PWG and the indies are back, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, uh, the you know lights go out again, and when they come back, Tommy freaking and Malachi is Black there to make well. He has to change his Twitter. All right, we'll, no, we'll but he still he called himself Malachi Black though. Did he even there? On there? Yeah, oh, so people yeah. were calling him. Yeah. I wasn't watching. I mean, the DVD's not going to come out for another year. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and there it was we the go. Mis- it was the Mystery Vortex show, which mm-hmm. the gimmick with Mystery Vortex is none of the talent is announced. None of the right. matches are announced beforehand. So fans just knew it was a PWG show. And the excitement about who was there because they've been gone for so long. So many of their top talent has been signed to companies, um, you know, now unavailable to work for PWG supposedly. But as we saw, some contracted talent was available to work for PWG. Jonathan Gresham, contracted to Ring of Honor, appeared there at the PWG show. Uh, you know, Malachi Black, AEW talent. Appeared there. Orange Cassidy, AEW talent, appeared there as well. So, I guess because PWG doesn't have a national television deal, they don't have any kind of distribution apart from, you know, a DVD through high spots whenever the hell it gets put together. Um, it was able to allow some of these people to work the show. Um, but some interesting names, you know, some people returning, some people coming back. Um but yeah, Brody. At the end, it was not only do, uh, yeah, Demonic Lamita, who was there earlier, um, Brody King came out as well, tried to save mm-hmm. Bandito, was beat down. Then Malachi Black came out. So, you know, you you you're already establishing storyline. You know, your main storyline to build around. Um, you know, which potentially will lead to an eventual singles match between Super Dragon and Malachi Black. Um, you know, 
they're doing a good job of doing PWG. You know, they're getting their fans excited, getting people talking, but unfortunately without a a realistic distribution deal of any kind, they're only going to be able to to satisfy those kind of fans who live in that area really. They're going to be yep. essentially be a regional promotion. They're going to do they, they look, they're going PWG is going to PWG. That's it. Uh, They're going to put out DVDs and VHS tapes six months after they air their shows. Yeah. Uh, They'll sell out the venue, and then they'll sell some DVDs, and they'll have another show. Mm -hmm. So, look, it's it's a structure that's worked for them for a long time. So, if it ain't broke, you know. And, look, I would be surprised if a lot of these wrestlers who are signed with companies – Process okay, we'll be exclusive to you, but we still want to work PWG because yeah, know, well, that was, well, yes, but that was kind of the thing, um, for a little bit that some of the other guys were doing too. Is yeah, you know, let me, you know, yeah, we'll sign with you, but let me work PWG and let me work this place as well. Um, you know, a lot of guys who were signing to Impact did that, um, you know. The only the only indies they would work would you know would be yeah PWG and maybe one or two other places, um, so like you like we said PWG going PWG, mm-hmm. and it I mean, uh, yeah, as like, of now it continues to work for them. Yeah, I mean you look at it right. You got um, ring like you said Ring of Honor talent here. Uh, you have you know MLW talent here. Uh, you have. You know, hey, Black Taurus, he's working with Impact. Yeah. So you got him there. Evil Uno, he's working, you know, and casting hey, there. Hey, yeah. You guys, just, and you're mixing things, you know, but at the same time, keeping things clear. Um, yeah, but, you know, yeah, it's PWG. And, of course, they'll be back September 26th for Three Mandis uh, 6. Uh, should be another fun show. So, Yep. All right, are we are we ready for the main event of the evening? Ready as we'll ever be. We didn't even talk about Rhodes versus Malachi. Yeah, we don't need to. Yeah, no. We, Mal- yeah. Malachi crushed him so bad. Yeah. Cody thought about retiring till Malachi decided he wasn't done with him yet. Look, poor Colonel Sanders, guys. He got, the, his, he got the 11 herbs and spices kicked at him is what he did. I was about to say, at least his chicken is not as bland as his wrestling, or he'd be yeah. out of business. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, That's it's all I wanted to say. Yeah. Yeah. You feel a little better now? A little bit. I just like... Just I just like well, you know, it's because Cody Rhodes puts over all the talent in AEW. He's, he, yeah, all we, he does we is We did see stars. something on social media where this uh, guy who, you know, writes for somewhere nobody knows about said that Cody Rhodes is well known for putting over talent. Um, and we, we had a good, we had a good laugh at that. Um, had a good LOL. Yeah. Cause you know, cause he obviously doesn't, he come, he brings people in, he gives them a decent spotlight when they come in, but then he beats them and shuts sends them away. Them to dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sends them to dark. So yeah. Hasn't happened with Malachi yet. Hopefully it does not. Um, <laughs> if it does, remains to be seen. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's I mean, bring bring in big names to feed him to Cody, and then not do shit with him. It seemingly 
goes to hurt them more than it, you know, they're kind of throwing money down the drain if that's if that's their uh, their business model. Because Malachi could legitimately. Some of these folks are making pretty pretty heavy uh, heavy change. If you saw the top ten earners list. Yeah, and I mean mm. Malachi has what it takes to legitimately be a top guy, like yeah. not a top guy, the top guy. Yeah. So they would be really, really, really stupid to screw this up. But you know, well, like PWG going PWG, maybe AEW going to AEW, or yeah. or AEW going to Impact because Impact has done a lot of that too. Yeah. Well, you know. All right. That's well, this this week we are going to watch. Uh, a, the finals of the 2016 Sydney City Invitational. Of course, it is the first week of August. So uh, our friends at the Sydney City Invitational will be having two huge shows this weekend uh, to crown the new uh, trophy winner. Uh, of course, the Fendi champion. Daniel McCabe is uh, going to be there to try to become the first ever two-time SCI uh, winner, um, you know, and a, a bunch of other uh, talent as well. Uh, there, she make it for a fun two-day weekend. Uh, I chose not to go, but the first one I'm going to miss in a long time, uh, but it's just, you know, a choice I had to make. Uh, I knew that it wasn't going to work out due to many factors, different type of venue that's a little bit smaller and more intimate. And, uh, I don't, I don't see how the social distance for me would work out. So uh, I'll watch on uh, IWTV and, and support him that way. Uh, but here we look. I said I want to watch some SCI, and Eric asked for it to be a Chris Hero match. Uh, so he gets a Chris Hero match, but he will also have to watch, you know, Jimmy Rave and Gunner. And so everybody suffers. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it, this is an interesting one. I have some thoughts. Uh, Mick, I think, were you there? Oh, you were there too. Um, I, I believe, uh, she, she was at the show and it was quite, uh, quite a show, quite a beginning, and how we got to this end. Uh, yeah, um, it, it ended up working out. But we're going to watch that. If you are on IWTV, uh, it's going to be on the, uh, let's see, the tw- one hour, 26 minute, 30 second mark. If not, just, you know, watch it later. But uh, yeah, it should be a fun show. One min, one hour, twenty six minute, thirty seconds. Um, invitational night two, of course. Make night two. Oh yeah, there you go. Night two. Mm-hmm. If you see the back of Patrick saying "We rule the world," then you're in the right place. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So again, night night two of the twenty sixteen city city invitational. One hour twenty three. I'm sorry. One hour twenty six. Minutes, 30 seconds in five, four, three, two, one. Play. Here we go. As Mika, as Mika already mentioned, Patrick there, front row, uh, not wearing a yellow shirt at a wrestling show. Um, could color me surprised. 
Um, as well, as well, I wasn't a wrestling that, shirt. Not so. being yellow. Yeah. A, a wrestling shirt is the same as if I was wearing yellow. I don't I don't think that's how it works now because it's not yellow. I, I, I make the rules. Of course, there. There we go. Chris Hero. In his Chicago Bulls 23 jersey throwback. Was all he was doing then. This was so this was the Chris Hero in mm. run between his NXT tenures. Um Yeah. Oh my god, is Asher the, Asher Hale? <laughs> many people considered this uh you know Chris some of Chris Hero's best work. You know, he was mm-hmm. released from released from NXT the first time. Um, you know, in part they thought that he was not um going this Jimmy Ray's. The 2015 um, winner. As much in his sunburn, apparently. And not as much in, um, to the. Those are chops. Physical yeah. aspect. Oh, yeah, those would be chop bruises. That makes sense. Um, Chris Hero was not as much into the physical. You know, he wasn't trying to shape his physique into the bodybuilder style physiques that Vince McMahon, uh, prefers. So I didn't think he was taking that seriously. Chris Hero has always been amazing, um, athlete, cardiovascular. You know, regardless of his size, um, you know, he's at some of his heaviest and he went to the indie scene and kicked ass everywhere he went, um, had some of the greatest mm-hmm. matches. You know, he changed up his style a little bit, um, going more to strike heavy, um, you know, to match his his bigger physique. He could put more oomph behind his strikes. And, you know, yeah. like I said, he ultimately had some of the best matches of his career. Um, before going, you know, eventually going back to to NXT and having yet another run in NXT, um, and now he's once again a free agent. But this was in the midst of that, and Chris Hero at the time was a huge get for the Scenic City, um, mm-hmm. making the finals in this tournament. Of, you know, as everybody come, you know, as he comes in as a favorite to win, obviously. Yeah, uh, of course. If to uh, those who don't know the history, Jimmy Ray defeated Gunnar Miller in the semifinals of, la- of the previous year uh, to then eventually head on to the finals and winning this whole thing. Uh, the, the the route to the to the finals for each of these men, uh, Jimmy Ray defeated John Skyler and uh, Matt Riddle uh, to make it to the finals. Uh, Gunnar Miller defeated. Uh, Joey Lynch in the first Judas, year, yeah, and uh, Joey Lynch. Anthony Henry defeated uh, Leo Rush and Billy Buck. Chris Hero defeated Kyle Matthews and Chip Day. Um, the thing about Gunner here uh, that I wanted to bring up is that he probably was in the worst match of the entire weekend against Judas. Uh uh, it was just awful. Michael, Michael Judas is not really known for being a great talent. He's pretty much a 40-miler in Georgia. Um, yeah. You know, and part of the Scenic City is to highlight some of these guys who might not have had as as big a point to shine in. So you bring in Chris Hero, you bring in Matt Riddle, you know, even Leo Rush, and, you know, people who were big names on the indie scene. But you put in these kind of local southeast 40 miler guys to try and give them an opportunity to step up their game and shine and get some exposure and get out of their comfort zone. And some of them thrived 
and did that. Um, you know, Anthony Henry definitely did that. You know, he's had a long run in Evolve and is now signed to NXT, working the 205 Live brand with NXT. Um, whereas, you know, some of the guys like like Judas or even a Billy Buck, you know, who, who had, you know, Billy Buck had matches that people liked and everything, but he still really hasn't broken out anywhere. He still really yeah. is content pretty much work in Georgia and, and some parts of Tennessee. So mm-hmm. Gunnar Miller, yeah, yet te- again, they, this whole tournament was, was built around, you know, creating Gunnar Miller as, as the, yeah. the, the Georgia wrestling crew felt that Gunnar Miller was the next big thing in professional wrestling. And mm-hmm. this whole, you know, this was in his hometown of Chattanooga. And, um, you know, they were working to build him as this big star. Everybody put a whole lot of stock into him. And it flopped because it turns out he's a jackass who can't keep his mouth shut. And, um, you know, kind of like had some- most people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And um, are you channeling me some- right now? Because I swear you sound like me. Shoot. Um kind of had some issues with he had other people booking and money trying to run his career and saying where he could and couldn't wrestle who he could and couldn't wrestle against you know whether he could win or lose at a show you know he had other people dictating these things for him and ultimately Mm. stalled out his career um he's you know gunner miller's just recently kind of made a slight return back to active competition i think he's working southern honor and um Maybe one or two other places. I don't know. Um, but, you know, don't yeah, he was, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But, yeah, he had terrible ma- match against Michael Judas and then came back and he nearly killed. Um, nearly broke Joey Lynch in half. Yeah. Joey Lynch. But well, I think that Joey was Lynch the sign. Kind of, <sighs> Joey Lynch is also kind of, let's say, a little injury prone. The guy yeah. knows what I mean, he's doing, yeah. but he, he seems to get bumped pretty hard a lot. Right. I, I will say so this, that, though. That, I, this, this year, with that gunner, though, that was all gunner. gunner that was a lot of Joey Lynch. Well, I think with that match, though, they, they, were, they needed to make a statement, and they needed to make something, and they needed to get people to forget about that crappy first-round match. Yeah. Uh, and I think that, you know, Joey was the trusted veteran of the city area who they could tell, hey, let, help us do something here. Make him look can strong. Make forget. Help us build this guy. Yeah. And, make you know, him look strong with a plan. Yeah. They, they, and, and, hey, look, you know, jo- Joey got, uh, as we know, as we saw later in the later years, he got he got his own shot to shine. So, yeah, he did. He did the good work. So, and he eventually paid off. Um, he got the good work and I thankfully mean, didn't die. Yeah. But this, this here we are. Back to, you know, going to Jimmy Rave now. We've talked about mm-hmm. the other three a little in depth about where their careers were at this point. Jimmy Rave was, um, you know, in the middle of his own career resurgence. You know, yeah. he had his time in Impact. He had his time with Ring of Honor, where he was arguably their top heel for many years. And his own vices caught up to him. Uh, He's, you know, come out and spoken about his problems with injury and drug abuse and different kinds of things. So he kind of fell off the radar for several years. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, 
he rejoined the wrestling world. Um, he won the Scenic City in tw- Invitational, the first ever winner in 2015. Yeah. Um, you know, he went on to be the uh, champion for Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment, their first champion, um, holding that belt for approximately two years, um, mm-hmm. having so you know a lot of good matches with some of the best talent on the indie scene. Um, you know, everybody from, you know, uh, JT Dunn and Cedric Alexander and um, Johnny Gargano. I mean, Sammy Callahan, literally the who's who's list of big names on the indie scene or breakout big names on the indie scene at the time. Um, so this was in the middle of that, you know, Jimmy of course, yeah. still was not in, you know, super prime shape. But, but he didn't have to be like, many. Like Hero. His work was fantastic. Cardiovascular, he was there. Jimmy also, you know, was great at – used a lot of old-school wrestling tactics. Um, you know, a lot of stalling, a lot of rest holds, you know, to build up to the babyface coming up from underneath and him shutting them down again. I liked Jimmy Ray this period. I liked watching Jimmy Ray live. Because he yeah. was good at getting you to hate him. But on DVD, it didn't transfer well because he stalls too much. And you get frustrated and you just turn it off and watch something else. But in a mm-hmm. live crowd, you want to see him get beat. You, you're not just going to yeah. get up and leave the venue because the match is a little slow. But on DVD, you'll just skip the match if it's a little slow. You'll just go through this, fast forward or skip it, you know. Um, so he di- he had a great run, but it didn't transfer to DVD or, or live yeah. stuff. And that's... You know, and then once, unfortunately for him, once again, his his demons kind of caught up to him, and he's he's still kind of combating them now. Um, mm. a little more low key. You know, some folks in the business want to keep that low key, but um, he is competing. His he is still battling his demons. Um, and wrestling very very scarcely now. Oh, he's still wrestling. I think so. I know he he was he was training at the CZW dojo. Um. And had made a couple appearances on their weekly show when they were doing that. Um, post surgery. Well, okay, yeah, no, that was, yeah, he did, that was pre. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, so he got a big infection on his arm that he claimed he didn't get looked at, didn't get looked at, etc. Until he finally had it looked at, and it was so bad that the doctors amputated his arm. He amputated his left arm uh, below the elbow. So essentially ending his, his in-ring career. Um, yeah. A uh, little bit of a sad story there. But, um, but man, we will always have the 2015-2016 run yeah. in the yeah. Indies. That that was yeah. something special. Yeah. Never forget. So this match, now at Scenic City, we've kind of gone over each of the four competitors and where they where their careers led to this point and a little bit where they led to after. Um, so the finals is an elimination match, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. They had two rounds, started out with 16 guys. Um, yeah. And now we're into a four-way elimination for the finals. Jimmy Rave in firm control as some of the people are tagging in and out, but Jimmy's maintaining center position, so to speak. Mm-hmm. In the East Hamilton High School, I think is what it's called. I like that venue. It's a nice high school. But yeah, so uh, this probably was. Wednesday. 
what maybe one of the biggest attended ones. Want to do wrestling shows anymore? Is that why Scenic City didn't run there this year? Or is that? Uh, no, I think COVID. I think it's COVID. I think schools are still iffy about the extracurriculars. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, I mean, Lord knows we're not cutting off football, but yeah, maybe yeah, the no, wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturday you know, night wrestling, open air stadium. It, yeah, Fri- yeah Friday night lights. You don't mess with that. No, not you in know? the south, baby. Not in small town in the south. We ain't yeah. got nothing else to do but Friday night lights. Mm-hmm. Pretty darn much. But yeah. Eric, what do you think so far of this match? Uh, it definitely is a match. It's definitely got a slow pace to start out. Um, this is and... not my typical hero match. Yeah. Well, it's it's a four-way you know, yeah. so it, it brings a little bit different, but it is also essentially a wrestling company. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to play to the crowd a little bit, slow it down a little bit. And, and the crowd to, was loving it too, so. Spare some moments. Yeah, the crowd was super, I mean, yeah. if we had the sound on, we'd be able to hear how well the crowd was uh, loving every it's minute just, of this. Uh, even you might want to keep the sound off. I'm, I'm in this crowd. You don't want to do that. Gotcha. Let's see. How is the volume here? Dan Wilson and uh, oh, our buddy Corey Tatum there of photography. Oh, here we go. Ooh. Classic, Classic Jimmy Rave. Spit in your face, goad you in, and STO on the uh, on the apron there. Oh. Oh, there we go. We got some action. I oh, what's going on here? Oh, ooh, yeah. Hello. Elbow. You know what they say. Chris Hero ain't oh. nothing to fuck with. Is he gonna flip? Oh. Ooh. Like I was saying, Chris Hero, you know, at possibly as heaviest weight as a professional here. Um, but it did not take away from his athleticism Definitely or, not. His, or his cardiovascular conditioning um, one bit. Ooh! He can fly! All right. Or threw him at me. I was right there. I just super kicked him right in the freaking head. crowd going bananas. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We were bananas. Look at that handsome fellow over there in a the black t-shirt. Papa Hill. No, right? me wearing my the elite t-shirt. The elite. The the elite. 
Gotcha. Too sweet. Man, this is, I mean, this is a fun tonight. This is probably, Mika, would you say this, this is the best one? This one or the one, the 2017? I got to be with this one. I, I think this opinion. one was the, the probably one of the best. It was everything worked. Um, the, the matches yeah. worked, the crowd worked, the, the whole weekend. Of course, Dan Wilson and Brad Stutz are commentary for this match. They had a four-person rotating team. They had two people at a time. It was Dan Wilson, Brad Stutz, uh, Al Getz, and MLJ. And the four of them rotating were two two men teams. Oh, here we go. He's doing his... Uh, He's he's literally running around the ring with the knee thing. Yeah, well, a oh. lot of guys were kind of doing that in the Indies at this point. Callahan and and Champa and and Henry were doing were all doing it really, and it got a big pop every single time, no matter who was doing it. They loved it. That's why guys kept doing it. Genie rave, thumb to the eye, stop all that action. Mm-hmm. Look, our friend uh, and former member of the show, Mike Prime, back there. Yeah, he's out there somewhere, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, but this one. Eric, you might enjoy this one. This one looks nasty. Right in the face. Clearly not hard. I know. A lot of Chip Day shirts there. Uh, it's not a people smart make a lot of bad decisions. I think I had one on too. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, you know, he was—he was. I think it, he hadn't in at least in AWE. He was still Boom. the fan favorite. So. Yeah, he was. You know, he hadn't joined the hierarchy yet, and all that stuff. So he was still kind of the, you know, d- playing his gimmick of the South's best kept secret and all that. And everybody was was really hoping that Chip Day would get his shit together and become a big star in the indie. Go scene, to that next but, level. Uh, go to that next level, but unfortunately, uh, it just oh has yet to happen for the guy. Uh, if I remember correctly, the the next year, Jim, uh, it was a chip that was supposed to have another, another, another shot at the SCI, and then he was announced, and then he backed out to get a uh, a uh, a sh- a match at Evolve or like a tryout oh, or, or something like that. FIP or something like that. Guy. Yeah. N- never to be seen again. Talking about young people, we not talking about Matt as the camera guy here. I know, and you know, formerly known as Young Boy Matt. Yeah. This weekend is when he also made his podcast debut uh, on FOW Radio.
don't think we've seen this ref ever again either. I would have noticed this. Uh, I'm kind of glad. Uh, I think he went back up to the. I think he's a North Carolina guy, if I remember correctly. So. No, that's mm. not. That's not him. I've seen him at Queens of Combat. That's, that's not the same, not the same guy. No, that's a different guy. man bun guy. Yeah, oh. I know. There's shockingly more than one man bun referee. That's that guy was Fritz, and this guy is not Fritz. Gotcha. He's more like freak. I'll give Hero like his smoothness, like earlier in this match where Jimmy Ray tried to do a roll up and Hero just transitioned into this sweet little pin. I was like, damn, that was just that was a well. One of the th- so the Scenic City, the two nights were Friday and Saturday. AWE had a show on Sunday. Um, Scenic City Group. And AEW worked the deal with Chris Hero and and split his fee. And that was when we, we ultimately got Chris Hero and Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment to team with JT Dunn um, and have Death by Elbow in Atlanta against... Uh, the hierarchy? Chip, yeah, against the hierarchy. It was, it was Chip Day, so Chip was still the hierarchy. It was murder and Chip. It was murder yeah. and Chip, yeah. So, so oh. Chip got to redeem his first round loss to chip day or excuse me to chris hero where chip got a quick roll up a quick backslide pin on hero supposed to set up bigger things before that could come to pass chris hero uh re-signed with the wwe it was the hottest event that i think i've ever attended in the entire world nasty um it was oh yeah uh, I oh, died. Jimmy okay, Ray so has been first. eliminated. Jimmy Ray, last year's winner, the first man eliminated with the small package. Jimmy Rave defeated with his own maneuver. Um, but yeah, that that show was so hot and muggy. It had rained earlier, and then the sun mm-hmm. came out, and it was just everybody was just dripping with sweat it was miserable. ac was broke yeah the, they didn't have solid ac in that venue it's not when josh basically told, told off the fans yeah he told off the fans for bringing drinks into the building he cussed everybody out and ultimately turned away a lot of people and the show had a very weird story ending where the bad guys stood tall and reigned supreme and crushed all the good guys and it kind of put a sour taste in a lot of fans mouths as a lot of people who came in for the Scenic City followed the show mm-hmm. down to Atlanta, and it was their first time seeing AWE live when AWE is creating a lot of buzz but not putting out a lot of content yet. And, you know, kind of a lot of them kind of got soured on AWE at that first show. Yeah. But this deal, you know, did bring Chris Hero to the south and brought him to Atlanta, and we. You know, got to see him in person and meet him, and uh, fortunately, we didn't, we didn't get to see him more. Yeah, but he was selling a yellow T-shirt I bought. There you go, like you do. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, Chris Hero is uh, a um. Chris Hero is a free agent once again. He apparently was doing some agenting for the ROH Best in the World event. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but he has yet to really reappear in a in a on-screen role for any wrestling company. Yet, being up. Yes, yet, yes, yeah. As, as every, you know, he's made a couple podcast appearances and says he's just itching to get back in the ring. He's just biding his time for the right moment. I was about to say, I've seen better sells at uh, Walmart. Seen hey man, better at Sears, and they went out of business. What a roaring elbow. <laughs> the ref is shocking with a three. Like, oh, God, I didn't hit. Yep. Right. He shocked himself that that wasn't a three count. I know, right? Papa Hales was so confused as to how that wasn't a three. He had to take his glasses off. I mean, off. he took his glasses off and cleaned them. Like, am I seeing He's this like, right? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> give me a hero's welcome. Patrick is texting. Patrick is tweeting. I see him. Patrick was tweeting. I said tweeting. I changed it. Ooh. Oh my gosh! Know where that came from? Henry, I think was an underrated striker. He, everything he did just looked nasty, and it just got nastier yeah. and nastier as he as he got more and more years as we see him in the later years. Um, I mean that that's grow. ultimately what built his reputation. You know, he's not the most charismatic guy in the ring. He's not the biggest guy in the ring. He's very lean, has a shredded physique, you know, but he but he's kind of on the small side. But he can hit as hard as anybody um across the scene. And that's ultimately what had, you know, gave him his his long tag team title run with JD Drake um in Evolve and you know what led to him now being signed with WWE. Anthony Henry's okay, but he's no Asher Hale. There you go. I just realized that Hale is probably from Hales. I mean, Hales, just dawned on me. I, I didn't even think about I that. About I was that like, initially, oh. I was like, did he take that name on purpose? Like, or did they just throw some shit at him? I'm pretty. They don't always get to choose their name. A lot of times, it's just thrown. It's just given to you. I'm, I'm yeah, I bet you he pulled a Hale. I, I bet you he pulled it. Like, hey, can uh, do this? Uh, oh. That's where he, he done really died. He done died. There you go. At that point, he needed a new name because he did. Yeah. Uh-oh. Spear. We can... uh, yeah, he did the spear, and then he did the pass oh, for his two oh, big moves. Wait. Yeah. Boom. Talents, period. 
No, because I don't think he called it the pounds. He called it like the CTE or something. Oh, well, that's stupid. Oh, Death that busted the eardrum. Maybe this is why Gunner started making bad decisions. All these elbows to the head probably mess with him. He just got knocked fucking stupid by Chris Hero. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Didn't take a lot to knock him stupid, let's be honest. Yeah, he probably wasn't that bright to begin with. He went to some, you know, technical school in, in Chattanooga, so he might not have been the brightest guy to begin with. Corey. Here we go. Here's some of the booze on that because he uh, dropped Lynch on his on his head with that legit on his head with that same move earlier in the night. I'm pretty sure I was leading the booze. Uh, I was no, you were probably looking for booze. I know the Bad Street Crew was definitely leading the booze after he yeah. Chris Hero getting that fighting spirit. Oh, wait, what is this? Was this supposed to be a spear? That was shitty if it was. I'm just going to throw my body at you. Bing! Take that! We get two points. Is he doing the money sign thing? I don't know exactly what he was doing. Well, he can get. Oh, out. Yeah, see, that, that's not what that made him super right there. I think he was doing the C because he's the. Was he? Or something. Uh, One day, y'all gonna learn Chris Hero ain't nothing to fuck with. Oh, forearm. One, two, three. That was like Apparently. the weirdest, fastest eight count ever. It was yeah. the worst. He counted like absolute. six times. Yeah. At least six times. Well, that's trash. Hear the crowd go wild, though. Yeah, they do go wild for him. It's his hometown was, crowd. The hometown guy. Yeah. You know, his hometown that crowd. That was his high school. Yeah. He his alma mater. Football team on a triple A, whatever. Yeah. Look at this. Dude. Whoa. Yeah. Well, that's how you know that this is a shitty Southern uh, promotion was, because you Bailey never went in the ring right away. Well, that too, but you never went in your hometown. That's 100% established. Stuff, that's Bush, Bush League. League, yeah. Yeah. WWE he... never lets you win in your hometown. No, you actually get demolished in your hometown. Yeah. And on your birthday, too. Birthday, hometown. Yep. All of it. Oh, look. Be in your hometown on your birthday. Yeah. Gunner was celebrating with his friends and family. Hero, you have more 
talent in your shoelace Elbow. and has mm. his entire body. In his shoelace, an inanimate object. Yeah. He was paid yeah. to make the guy try and make the guy a star. He was doing what he was paid to do. It's not his. Who it's gave not him his a bowling trophy? Did, it's not his fault. The guy did shit with with Chris Hero Rub, but uh, Chris Hero did his part. Yeah, it's it looks like there's a bowler on top. Yeah. The ball because that man dropped the ball. Back when wrestling with words was still a thing. Eric, want to watch a? Chris Hero match from the SCI. I invite. Watch a Chris Hero match. Not really technically from that. Well, Patrick said an SCI match, and you said a Chris Hero match, so you, you lucked out. There was one that covered both of those things. Yeah, yeah, and, and, uh, and you know, I think you know, I was just thinking, what what we could watch for August. I'm like, well, you know. It is SCI season, so we might as well watch SCI finals matches. So I think next week will be a good time. Yeah, so I think ne- next week will be a good time to go watch the 2015 final uh, that we've talked about, the first ever. Uh, Eric, don't worry, I'm not going to make you watch the 2017 uh, SCI, okay? Because, you know, if I say we're going to watch that one, you just going to skip it. So, I don't even I, I'm not do, so. We don't want it. Oh. So, I'm just trying to be a good friend and spare you. Alright? Well, you're going to so. make me watch Jimmy Rave two weeks in a row, so that's not really a good Listen, friend. Listen, you get the lesser <laughs> of the two evils, sir. Why, why do you prefer Jimmy Rave twice or Riddle? Winning the SCI tournament, uh, but you had to pick between the two. Than the one we just watched. <laughs> um, Let's watch the one with the. Uh, pretty much did Joey the Lynch and, um, Joey Lynch and um. PCO. God dang it! He's a machine. Well, he's not, he's PCO. unreal. PCO. He, PCO. Yes. PCO. PCO. Yes. The, the, is that is that how it was happening when I was? Uh, you know, they're having technical issues. Yeah. Also, on for longer mm-hmm. than just those five seconds. You were doing it for a good like thirty seconds. Oh, it was a good bit. I can't wait to hear it. Uh, I mean, look, we we only have you know three more. Uh, so well, yeah, twenty fifteen next next week. Then we can be twenty eighteen on the nineteenth, and then uh, maybe we'll go back and watch. Uh, last year's, or not last year's, 2019, uh, uh, on the 26th. So, that completes our, our quartet. And you will be real free, Eric. So, thank me later. Uh, but yeah, uh, we wish our friends at the City City Invitational a great weekend. Uh, this weekend, of course, the shows will air live on IWTV, so go to independentwrestling.tv you can sign up there I think they give you a free month or something or free two weeks uh, I don't know all the codes I think one of the codes is action so if you sign up with the code action you get a couple of weeks for free so plus our time for you to go and watch all the live action this weekend uh, with the City Invitational on Friday and Saturday 
Uh, and yeah, can't wait to watch that if not live on uh, VOD. But uh, yeah, I, I hope all my friends there have a great time and uh, they everybody is safe. Um, and but we'll be we'll be here. Uh, we'll be back next week. So no no hiatus again. Uh, sorry about last week, but we'll be back next week, 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think sometime, uh, either this weekend or by Monday, we'll be dropping all the last four or five shows that we have not posted yet, uh, to be able to on demand so you can check them out and, yeah, check out all of the backlog, uh, that we have on, uh, on our, uh, feed here on Podbean, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, uh, iTunes, Amazon Music and Spotify and wherever else you can hear podcasts. Um, you can also follow us on the on, and, and hit the subscribe button. Subscribe so you can find out next time a show comes on. Download the Podbean app uh, and check us out. Uh, also on Twitter at FOW Radio. Danny's on Twitter at Danny F in Danger. Mika's on Twitter at Mika Villas. Uh, Eric's on Twitter at EJ423X. I'm on Twitter at YellowmanPA. Uh, and until next time, keep watching wrestling.